At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleh Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Welcome into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw. I'm so excited for the show today. First of all, Amal, is this the best day in college basketball the whole year? Not even close. 61 games on the schedule. Tons of conference games, all the Power Five leagues with four games. It's unbelievable. We're going to make it even better. In 30 minutes, we're going to have Coach Lon Kruger come on and join us. Talk some Big 12, talk some Pac-12, maybe a little SEC, and his son coaching at UNLV as well. Only one of two coaches ever to lead five different programs to the NCAA tournament. What three are, now. Three now. Who's the third? Pitino. Tubby, oh, Ricky. Tubby, Lon, and Rick Pitino. That's right. Iona Iona last year. Iona last year. Yeah. They're not going yeah. back this year. They lost well, to Ryder out. yesterday. They're, they're out. out. But I uh, forgot about Ricky P. But I tell you what, excited to have him on the show. He's had a tremendous career. We'll get his insights in terms of getting teams prepared for the tournament. Uh, but these games today, Mike, how about this right now? The rat himself <laughs> in the trap, potentially trying to take the cheese against Jimmy Beheim and You're company. all poker, buddy. Yeah. Hey, uh, uh, earlier today, Michigan blows a huge lead against Indiana. They were in full control yeah. of that game. Go 11 minutes without a field goal. Indiana rallies to win. Amal, was that an elimination game for the NCAA tournament? It, it could have been, but I'll tell you one thing that Juwan Howard did not learn during the suspension. If he had learned from Greg Gard how to use a timeout, might have stopped the run. Do they win that game with Phil Martelli? I believe so. <laughs> Phil Martelli uses a timeout. You know, they got down to about two minutes left. They had two timeouts remaining. Remember, you only start the second yeah. half with three timeouts. They went 11-plus minutes without a field goal. How does that happen? It, it, it can only happen to Stanford, uh, <laughs> who, who, by the way, ripped my heart out. Hurley and Arizona State up 14, lane four with three minutes to go. Not only do I not cover, they lose the game to a Stanford team that can't break 57. 
Tell you what, Hurley was lit up last night at Cosmo, and rightfully so after blowing that lead. I mean, you talk about a team that just absolutely squandered an opportunity. We're seeing a lot of second-half collapses. We like to get tweets. People reach out to us on Twitter. Here's one from this morning. At uh, Joey the Greek, Joey Impicini, he says, can you and them all discuss betting college basketball first halves on odds on. I've taken a lot of bad beats with late game following, especially when you bet dogs between four and seven. Hearing a lot of people say that betting the first half is closer to the true number. I know you're a guy that likes to play the whole game out. I was kicking myself that I didn't take the first. I almost blow the Nebraska game. They're up 14 and a half. I almost don't cover with the plus, plus four and a half or plus five there in that game. Yeah, I don't get into the first halves because there's a sense of urgency is different. Foul situation is different. If I've got a team, I generally like to take teams that are good free throw shooting uh, units. And so from that standpoint, uh, it's not something that I get involved in. It's a great question that he asked. But remember, let's say you're up five and you're laying six and a half. A team misses an opportunity at the end of the first half. You know, you may try and get a rebound or something, but it's it's a different situation in terms of how you're playing it out. I've never really gotten involved in it that much. Uh, from a point total, you will see a variance of between seven to eight points as high as eight and a half between a first half and a second half. So if you have a 136 total, in essence, you'd have a 64 on the first half, a 72 on the second half total. So I, I don't like to get involved in it. For me, the in-game opportunities from the uh, live betting is a huge edge. Michigan, Indiana struggled early on in the first half of the game. Mike, the total got down to 131 and a half with about six minutes to go. I said, these two teams are going to get to 60 at the half. They needed 18 points at that uh, uh, juncture of the game. And then they got to get 71 and a half in the second half. Instead, they end up at almost like around 75 or something in the first, or 65 in the first half. So you felt really good in the second half. All right, let's get to a couple games that are going to tip momentarily. The second game on the Big Ten tournament slate today from Gamebridge uh, Fieldhouse in Indianapolis features 12 seeded Northwestern, who beat Nebraska yesterday, 71-69. They rallied from a 14-point a halftime deficit, but did not cover the four and a half or five, depending on where you got it, against fifth-seeded Iowa. Iowa also ranked 24th in the country. And actually the second choice in the betting markets to win the Big Ten tournament, despite the fact that they have to win four games instead of three, as opposed to those top four seeds. They played in a game uh, not too long ago, February 28th in Iowa City, Mall. Iowa was lane 10. They crushed Northwestern 82-61. Today in Indianapolis, the Hawkeyes lane nine with a total of 147. Don't like the nine here. I like the way Northwestern came back. We saw it yesterday with the Wake Forest-BC game. A team having a game under its belts appears to be a huge advantage. Right now, Butler and PC are in a dogfight. I don't have a score for you. We'll get that in just a minute. But when you looked up Butler catching seven and a half, they've been in this game. I think, Mike, having an opportunity to play in that gym, get familiar with the shooting background, one that you're not used to playing in regularly, helps a lot. This Iowa team outside of that collapse in the second half in Champaign has really played well the last six games. Butler PC tied at 55 at the under four-minute timeout in the Big East tournament. SEC second round. This game was scheduled to tip at 11 a.m. No shot of that with this foul parade here yeah. in the second half between Florida and Texas A&M. Incredible among both teams in the bonus at the 16-minute mark. Yeah, it, well, there were no foul calls in the first half, and then we've seen just an absolute, just a parade to the free throw line. A&M has taken advantage of that. i got to tell you, I'm really ticked off right now. Mike Castleton's going to line to shoot two. I have Florida plus eight and a half in game. They looked like they were in serious trouble down 16, 14, 12. They went back to AM minus eight and a half, and I took the other side. So I'm just going to lose juice on this game. But it looks like the Gators have an opportunity to cut into this lead and potentially make it a game. But mid-major Mike White's going to do what he always does and gets bounced out in the first round. Seemingly no home court advantage. You're playing in Emily where uh, Matt Metcalf says the most fans ever concentrated in Tampa Bay. You say Jacksonville. Anyhow, second game, 12th seeded Missouri. I'm kicking myself I didn't take four. They beat Mississippi. 
72-60 yesterday to advance to the second round against fifth-seeded LSU Amal. These teams met um, tw- oh, only once during the regular season, but it was late in the year, February 26th at Baton Rouge. The Tigers were a 14-point home favorite. The LSU Tigers <laughs> covered 75-55. Today at Amelie, LSU laying 10 and a half with a total of 133 and a half. Yeah, very good in originality in the SEC. We have three teams named Tigers. Uh, but, you know, when you look at this Missouri team, right now they're limited on the number of scholarship players they're going to have a lineup today. Just eight expected for Missouri. Uh, this is a game where you see money coming in on LSU. Big number here. Mike, I didn't touch this one again. Remember, they had the come from behind, a little bit of a come from behind win tied at the half against Ole Miss. Um, I, I'm not going to touch this game either side. All right, let's go to the ACC quarterfinal. Duke and Syracuse in a dogfight right now. Second quarterfinal game. Scheduled to tip off at 11.30 a.m. Pacific time on ESPN2 from Barclays in Brooklyn. BC, I said take them sec- uh, first half yesterday. They beat Wake. It's incredible. Uh, beat Pitt by 20, like you called it, laying two. And then beat Wake as a 10-point dog, 82-77 in overtime. They're facing fourth-seeded Miami here. They played fe- uh, March 2nd in Chestnut Hill. Miami was a four-point road favorite and covered Beating BC 81 to 70 today in New York City, Miami Lane seven and a half with a total of 138 and a half. Of them all. I think the number's a little bit high when you look at this Boston College team. Forget the result yesterday. It's not about the fact that they won the game or they blew out Pittsburgh. They've been playing far better down the stretch against Georgia Tech on the road down 15. They forced that game into overtime. Really a team that's being far more competitive. I think Miami gets through this game, but I don't know if they cover this one. Going to stay away from this. If you're betting it, I would look at the Eagles here plus seven and a half. You know, 20 years ago, I'd be a little bit more concerned about teams playing three games in a row. These kids grew up playing AAU basketball. You play a million games all the time. I think they're used to it. By the way, real quick update from Tampa, Mike. Mid-major Mike White's team, uh, 10 on the shot clock, playing defense, decides to reach in and foul. A&M knocks down two free throws to go up nine right now. How do you play defense for 20 seconds with a minute to go? You've yeah, got to concede yeah. that once, possession. You've got to you defend. you play defense for 10 seconds, Absolutely. you possession. What do you get, eight and a half? Yeah, well, I got eight and a half on... Um, uh, Florida, and I've got eight and a half on A&M. I had to get off the play. I knew I was in trouble. Gators knocked down a three, actually. Second Big East quarterfinal uh, from MSG in New York City. 11.30 a.m. Pacific time on FS1. Features fifth-seeded Marquette against fourth-seeded Creighton. They played in Milwaukee on New Year's Day. Creighton was a, uh, a point-and-a-half road dog beat uh, Marquette in Milwaukee. 75-69 in double overtime. That was a tremendous game. Uh, then they played on February 2nd in Omaha, Creighton was a one-point home favorite. That game was a push. Creighton wins that in that spot, 83-82. So a double revenge here for Marquette. Uh, and they're the favorite today here, Amal. Marquette lane three with a total of 142.5. Yeah, I think Marquette gets it done in this spot today. I think this is a good opportunity for them. Remember, no uh, Nemhard in the lineup for them. I almost said Andrew, but Ryan mm-hmm. Nemhard. Andrew's at Gonzaga, obviously. Uh, I think this will be the difference in this game. Uh, this is a team that is kind of, we haven't talked about that much in the Big East. Remember the early part of the season, we talked about Marquette. When you look in the Big East, we talk about PC, Nova, and UConn, and rightfully so. But I think in this matchup, I would roll with Marquette here laying the three in this one. All right, let's uh, switch to the Pac-12. The first quarterfinal at noon here in T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas. Stanford rallies from down 18 and down 14 with two minutes left to shock Arizona State. Now they get to deal with number top-seeded uh, Arizona, who's ranked number two in the country overall. 
Uh, they played on January 20th in Palo Alto. Arizona was an 11-and-a-half-point road dog. They covered 85-57. They played March 3rd in Tucson. Arizona an 18-and-a-half-point favorite. They won but did not cover 81-69 today here in Las Vegas in less than an hour for the tip. Arizona lane 15-and-a-half a mall with a total of 145. Yeah, big number here, uh, but really it's going to come down to what Spencer Jones do for this team. You know, you know how you know Jared Hass is a bad coach at Stanford? Every time at the late-game situation, Harrison Ingram has the basketball, and he does what he always does, turns it over. Uh, Keith bailed them out yesterday. They move on in this game with a tremendous comeback, but they were really dominated by ASU for about 38 minutes of that basketball game, minus the final two minutes there. Uh, I think Arizona, with a huge Wildcat crowd in town today, is going to play well. Um, I, I don't want to get involved in a game lane 15 here, but I think the, the Cardinals are in trouble. It truly is Mikhail North here uh, at T-Mobile. Let's switch to the Big 12. Their first quarterfinal matchup at noon Pacific time uh, from the T-Mobile Center in Kansas City, Missouri. West Virginia, they beat Kansas State yesterday as a point-and-a-half dog, 73-67. Now they get to take on Kansas, the overall uh, six-seed, number six-ranked team in the country and second seed in the Big 12 tournament. When they played January 15th at Lawrence, Kansas was an 11-and-a-half point home favorite. They were tied or trailing by one-and-a-half. Blew them out in the second half. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Protect your dream home with American Family Insurance. And you can weather any storm. You'll also save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote. Find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. 
Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James! LeBron James! And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 85-59 at Morgantown on February 19th. Kansas Lane 5 on the road. They win and cover 71-58. Today in Kansas City, the Jayhawks lane 9 with a total of nine and a half now with a total of 145. Yeah, a little bit of a high number here, but Mike, this is going to be a home floor advantage for KU all day when you look at this one. Not playing, obviously, at the fog makes a difference, but still in Kansas City, you will see a ton of Rock Chalk Jayhawk Nation. I think KU wins the game. I'm not sure if they cover this one. Don't want to touch either side here. Um, Real quick, Amal, Mountain West quarterfinal, UNR wins last night over New Mexico. Um... They face top-seeded Boise today. Boise lay in six. They swept the season series easily. You like Boise in this spot? Uh, I tend to lean towards them with their defense. All right, when we come back, more conference tournament talk. is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Zen nicotine pouches, a fresh way to enjoy nicotine. Nicotine pouches are smoke-free and spit-free and are made with food-grade ingredients. Simply open the child-resistant lid and place the pouch between your upper lip and gum for up to one hour of real nicotine satisfaction. Zen is available in 10 varieties, including Amal's favorite citrus, and two strengths. Three milligrams for fresh nicotine satisfaction and six milligrams for even more nicotine enjoyment. Simple and discreet, you can enjoy Zen anywhere, anytime. Find your freedom. Find your satisfaction. Find your Zen. I think Amal's trying to find a middle over here. Visit Zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. To learn more and to find Zen nicotine pouches near you. Zen nicotine pouches are only for adults 21 plus, just like Circa, who currently use tobacco or nicotine. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Odds on, Mike Paul, Mamalshaw. Give us an update here, Amal. <laughs> well, so I took the Gators in play plus eight and a half. Looked like they were in trouble. The line came back down to eight and a half uh, minus A&M. So I took the other side to get off the play. Gators come out of a timeout after a turnover. Down five. They get the basketball in, hit a three-point shot and a possible four-point play, going in line with 36.6 left, 68 for AM, 66 for Florida. Reeves on the line shooting one. 36-6, if you're down one, do you play defense? I play defense. Mm-hmm. I, I take I my chances because most of these teams are not smart enough to go to half court and yeah. throw the ball up with one second remaining. Right. They're going to put up a shot with two or three. Yeah. You get a rebound, you push it. And the way the referees have been calling fouls in this second half, Mike, if somebody's within the area code, you're going to get a foul call. All right, uh, Lenardi came out with his uh, bracket last night at 10 o'clock Pacific time. His last four in them all, Xavier, Wyoming, Wake Forest, and SMU. Xavier and Wake Forest go down yesterday. Are both of them out? I think Xavier needs to be out. The way they played was just horrific. How about Scruggs fouling up to with an opportunity? They missed, Xavier missed five free throws in the final minute. 
It's unbelievable. Scruggs misses three of them. Up two, he has an and one opportunity. Misses the free throw to go up three. Fouls a 90% free throw shooter. Sends it in overtime, and it's all Butler. His first four out are Indiana, Dayton, BYU, Virginia. Two questions. Did Indiana punch their chick ticket with the comeback win over Michigan? And if Virginia beats North Carolina today, are they in? Uh, if Virginia beats North Carolina, I believe they can get in. Uh, I think they get in. And I, I believe Indiana's in. When you look at that conference that they play in the Big Ten, you know, the fact that we're even considering a second team from the ACC is almost a disgrace. The next four out were Virginia Tech, Virginia Commonwealth, and then these two teams that you're intently watching the game, Florida and Texas A&M. Does this winner of this game today still need to win one or two more SEC games to get SEC tournament games to get in the field? I think if you're Florida, you win today against AM and then you got to win one more. It'll be a tougher matchup going forward, but I, I think you have to win one more game. Uh, I don't think the Rams are going to make it from VCU. Virginia Tech, um, they beat Clemson yesterday. Uh, I think they need another win to get in. Our producer, Britton Hess, has uh, found a great prop. I actually love this prop. Go ahead. Which conference will win the NCAA tournament? Bet Rivers put this up. Danny Burke's friends. Okay, here's the odds. I, I, I don't like the favorite. SEC is the favorite to win the tournament yep. at 3-1. to one. You get Kentucky, Auburn, Tennessee, LSU, Alabama, all of that. West Coast Conference, you get Gonzaga and St. Mary's, but you get Gonzaga at Gonzaga's odds. West Coast is plus 350. Co-second choice is the Big 12 plus 350. Of course, you get Baylor, Kansas, and Texas Tech. The Big 10 is 4-1. to one. Purdue, Illinois, Wisconsin, Iowa, Ohio State, you get all those teams, maybe Indiana. The Pac-12 of them all is 5-1. to one. You get Arizona, UCLA, USC, maybe Oregon. ACC, 6-1. to one. You get Duke, North Carolina, Miami, and maybe uh, Virginia or Virginia Tech, maybe Notre Dame. Um, Big East, 7-1. to one. Villanova, UConn, Providence. Uh, the American Conference, 15-1. to one. You get Houston, Memphis, perhaps... SMU. Who would you bet on here? I know who I would bet on here, and it's not one of the top two choices. Pac-12. Absolutely. Five to one. You got UCLA and Arizona right in there. Arizona's six to one. You're getting five to one and throw UCLA in. I don't think USC can do it. Yeah. But UCLA, when healthy, they made the run already last year. And if you can get Arizona and UCLA both to the Final Four, you're in great shape. But the way USC defends, I'm not saying they're going to win the national title, but the reality of it is they're good enough to really cause problems for a lot of teams. You know, the majority of teams they'll face off against, they look and go, holy cow, we got to shoot over these trees? I mean, it's going to be tough sledding for them. I, I would take the Pac-12 at 5-1. to one. Um, Final question here, American Conference tournament odds. Houston's minus 150, Memphis plus $3. Don't you have to like Memphis? They thumped Houston by double digits twice, including at Houston. You have to take the shot, and just based yeah. on the pricing alone, you take Houston and Memphis, and you got yourself yeah. a profit if Memphis wins it. Do you think Houston can make a Final Four run like they did last year? I do not. Year? I do not as They're well. not as good. They're defensively they're tremendous, but they just don't have the talent right now with Sasser being out for the year. By the way, quick update from Tampa. <laughs> I'm just depressed because I had the Gators plus 8.5, and, and I got it's off going of it. going to overtime? Yeah, it's going to overtime. Reeves hits a three-point shot. We're tied. We're well, tied. still 13 seconds left, and a has the listen, ball. Listen, I'm a Buzz Williams fan, okay? But I've seen his offense. I, don't, I think we're going to OT. Okay. Uh, let's talk about some more games. Back to the Big 12, 4 p.m. Pacific time on ESPN from Kansas City. Um, Oklahoma against Baylor. Oklahoma's won three in a row coming into the contest. Amal Baylor ranked third in the country in the overall number one seed in this tournament has won five in a row. When they played January 4th at Waco, Baylor was favored by 12 at home. They won by 10, 84-74. When they paid, played January 22nd at the Lloyd Noble in Norman, Baylor was favored by four on the road. They covered easily 65-51. 
Today in Kansas City, Baylor laying eight and a half with a total of 135 and a half. You know, to me, this is a tough game to call. The numbers coming down a little bit. How about the lead that Baylor blew at home? Uh, who was that against last week? I, I forgot the game. Iowa State. They're up 29 to four. Yeah, they up 29 to four, and then they were down in this late in the second <laughs> half, and then I think they won by eight or ten. I, right? I tell you what, I'm a little bit concerned when you look at the Big 12. I know KU's won six out of their last eight games, but Baylor has not gone down the stretch playing particularly well. Uh, Texas Tech at times can be challenged offensively. Uh, I think this tournament could be a little bit wide open. Texas really showed well today. Well, but they show well every time. Beard should send Jamie Dixon a Christmas card. I mean, he, that that school makes Texas look like a legitimate top 10 team every time they play. It's a terrible mismatch yes, because they turn the ball over TCU and Texas forces innumerable turnovers. Yeah, she should be very sports specific in that, though. Because TCU has owned Texas in football for the last decade and a half. Well, uh, Patterson's gone now. Uh, I thought you might be interested in the next game. Big East quarterfinal from MSG. 4 p.m. Pacific on FS1. Um, all great call yesterday. That was that was gravy. That thing was over early, the total on the St. John's DePaul game. I mean, great call by you. It was 156 or whatever. That game was headed towards the 170s at every point of pacing. St. John's wins that game 92-73. It's a four-and-a-half-point favorite going over the total. And for that, they get to play Villanova today. Villanova ranked eighth in the country in the two-seed in the tournament. These two teams met twice this year when they played January 29th in Philadelphia. Villanova was a 13-and-a-half-point home favorite. They won but didn't cover 73-62 when they played at Madison Square Garden. Remember, St. John's plays their home games there and will be again today. Villanova was a six-and-a-half-point road favorite. They didn't cover winning by 675-69. Today, it's that exact same number. They're laying six and a half with a total of 148 and a half. Yeah, Mike, I'm staying off this game completely. I, I really want to take St. John's plus six and a half. But Nova and Jay Ryder, one of those teams that's tough to go against. I'm a little bit concerned here. No play on this total. It really comes down to can the Johnnies execute offensively against this Villanova team who will defend extremely well, can put a lot of pressure on your offense. So that's going to be a concern when you look at it from an SJU and Mike Anderson point of view. Um, I, I think there's probably some better plays out there today than this one. This is where the end game comes in. So, uh, oh, by the way, real quick update. I told you Buzz Williams' team's not scoring. Overtime? Overtime. Of course. Okay. Uh, Pac-12 quarterfinal, 6 o'clock Pacific local time here in Las Vegas. They beat Washington State beat Cal 66-59, didn't cover the 8 yesterday. They get the right to play UCLA today. UCLA ranked 13th in the country in the two-seed in this tournament. When they played at Pauley on February 17th, UCLA was an eight and a half point favorite. They won by 20, 76, 56. They're laying seven and a half uh, this afternoon, Amal, with a total of 132 and a half. Well, you got the advantage. You've already played a game there at T-Mobile, so you have a familiarity with the arena. But I'm going to tell you, Mike, UCLA played here earlier this year, got waxed by Gonzaga. I think they're going to play well. If this number, you said it's at seven and a half? Seven and a half. Yeah, a little bit high for my liking with the Bruins, but I think their defense is going to be stout. I, I like this Washington State team. I just don't like this particular matchup for them. I don't know what to make of this Washington State team because I thought they were head and shoulders above Washington when they played in Pullman, and then two days later they looked awful when they played in Seattle, right? And uh, uh, we had Stanford at Washington State. I had them as a dog. They yeah. beat them there that day. I just don't know if this team's really any good, but seven and a half is too big for me. I'd put UCLA in a money line parlay, perhaps. I, I think the Bruins advance on, and I think at this time of the year you can look at a lot of different teams from that perspective, taking them in some money line parlays. I uh, mentioned earlier, does Virginia get in if they beat North Carolina? They beat Louisville 51-50 yesterday in a very closely contested game lane. Six didn't cover the number. Now they get North Carolina. North Carolina boat raced them in Chapel Hill, as you like to say, on January 8th as a five-point favorite. They beat him 74-58 today. Carolina lane three and a half with a total of 133 and a half. 
Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. Uh, I think Virginia's going to play well here, Mike. I like the fact that they did a nice job of bouncing back yesterday against uh, Louisville. You know, Mike, that three-pointer at the end of the game killed me because I had Louisville second half minus five. I should have taken the money line at minus 130. I just laid the 110 and figured they're going to win by two or more, but the three-point shot killed me. Want to get in shape but having trouble staying motivated? Make five-hour energy shots part of your lifestyle and get the energy boost you need to get fit. With zero sugar and unbeatable blend of vitamins, nutrients, and caffeine, it's a perfect pick-me-up for getting stuff done. Go to 5hourenergy.com to find over 15 flares to choose from. As you can tell, I just took one before that read. When we come back, Coach Long Kruger. I was about to say we had more time if you didn't take... This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. Need more college basketball insight? Check out the podcast Coast to Coast Hoops. Greg Hoops Peterson will look at every major and some of the minor college basketball games on the upcoming schedule to find betting opportunities. Greg has an opinion on every single college hoops game of the season, and on this podcast, he provides his unique insights and looks for those games that have solid betting opportunities. Download Coast to Coast Hoops now at vcin.com slash podcasts. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm here with Amal Shaw, and it's our pleasure to welcome in to this program for the very first time, Coach Lon Kruger. Good morning, Coach. How are you doing today? Doing well. How are you guys doing there? We're doing great. Excited for all these wonderful conference tournaments going on right now. I want to ask you about one of your former assistants, actually an assistant when we were with the Hawks in the NBA, Eric Musselman. He did a tremendous job, joined the college ranks up north here at UNR, and then got this opportunity in Fayetteville at the University of Arkansas. They've been as hot as any team in the country the last three weeks, but it's a deep, deep SEC. Who do you like coming out of that tournament? Can the Hogs do it? Can they win four games in Tampa Bay and take down the crown, or do you look at someone else here? Well, no question they can. Uh, obviously, the field is uh, very deep, and uh, but but Eric's teams, uh, you know, always play extremely hard and uh, and battle, and uh, you know, no question about that. But of course, you've got uh, you know uh, Kentucky, Auburn, a lot of other. A lot of other good uh, good teams in there, but uh, wouldn't bet against Eric's team ever. Coach, you've had a ton of success wherever you've been, whether it be at Oklahoma, UNLV, Illinois, K-State along the way. What do you think has been so instrumental in your ability to get teams to rally around and get go- teams that sometimes look like they just don't have a chance to be successful and really get them in the right direction? I know you have a ton of humility, and you won't say this, but, Mike, I know two people that know Coach well. When I've ever said he's a good guy, they always correct me right away and say, great guy. And I know there's a lot of affinity for you from players in the past, but what do you think has made you so successful and how you've been able to get programs to a tournament everywhere you've been? It starts, of course, with good players. Uh, you know, people don't go to the tournament, advance in the tournament without without good players. We've had great uh, coaching staffs, uh, guys that have enjoyed working. But I think I just uh, you know you mentioned the you know guys playing for each other. You know, the culture involved, uh, playing extremely hard, uh, respecting each other's abilities and uh, not trying to do too much, but uh, taking care of their individual jobs um, each night out. But uh, it's been, uh, uh, you know, it starts with the players and uh, certainly it's uh, been a fun, fun run. Coach, how important is experience from both a coaching and player perspective in this NCAA tournament that you've been there, you've been to the Sweet 16, you've been to the Elite Eight, you've had this turnaround of trying to win these three little mini tournaments for three consecutive weekends. And I asked that in relation to 
for example, a Jay Wright at Villanova with what he's done in the tournament and what he adds to his team, or a UCLA this year whose team basically made this run as an 11 seed off a play-in game last year and made it all the way uh, to the Final Four. Does that give these teams an advantage, or is it more simply about who's playing the best at this time of the year? Uh, certainly experience is valuable. Uh, I think maybe more so in, in years past than today. The young players today, uh, you know, they played so much basketball when they get to this level. And uh, and I think uh, maybe years ago that wasn't the case. And uh, yet experience is important. No question about that. These guys have gone through it. They've uh, they've uh, felt it. Uh, uh, they know what lies ahead. And, uh, and yet, uh, you know, uh, experience uh, maybe was more important in years, you know, you know a decade ago than it is today. Coach, because of AAU, so many kids are well better conditioned probably in terms of playing back-to-back days. When you get to that third day or potential fourth day of the conference tournament, how much is fatigue a factor for teams in terms of ability to knock down jump shots, particularly if a team is reliant on perimeter shooting as opposed to maybe post-play or attacking the glass? Well, it certainly can be a factor. It depends on the depth of the, of the team, perhaps. Uh, coach has been able to manage those minutes a little bit better if the team's a little bit deeper, but, uh, you know, oftentimes the team get in that second or third day, uh, playing a team that, you know, maybe had a buy or two in their tournament. Uh, you know, uh, sometimes it's a, it's an advantage to have played those games, but, uh, but they can be a factor, but, uh, I think that always depends on the depth of the individual squad. Talking with coach Lon Kruger, coach, people will remember you as a big eight player of the year twice at, at Kansas state. And then you taking, uh, your alma mater to an Elite Eight game there in the Pontiac Silverdome against the Kansas team you had beaten twice during the year and uh, eventually upset Oklahoma in the National Championship game. Took Florida to a Final Four against Duke and Charlotte in ninety uh, in 94. You were at Illinois, second winningest coach still in the history of UNLV, and of course took Oklahoma to the Final Four um, in, 2000, in, uh, in 2010. But people forget that at one time you were at Texas Pan American. And another coach that spent time at Texas Pan American was Mark Adams. And what a job he's done at Texas Tech this year. I think he's coach of the year. I bet them to make the Final Four. This seems to me to be a wide-open Big 12 tournament in Kansas City again this year. Who do you think is the best team in the Big 12, and who do you think makes the deepest run in the tournament? Well, the Big 12 has been terrific, uh, you know, every year for a while. But uh, this year, maybe as, as good as it's been defensively, especially. And Mark uh, Adams done a terrific job at Texas Tech, uh, you know, filling some uh, you know big uh, shoes out of Chris Beard and what he's done in the previous few years. So, uh, you know, you know Baylor, Kansas, uh, co-champions. So certainly uh, they've established themselves over the course of the 18-game schedule. But uh, Tech uh, certainly could uh, could make a run, uh, as could uh, you know five or six other teams uh, in the Big 12. Coach, you had good success here at UNLV. Your son has now taken over the program. Really turned things around, particularly in the month of February, how competitive they've been. Uh, this team is really never out of a game. We saw it the other day. I know you guys came up a little bit short in Albuquerque, but a tremendous fight. Now you get Wyoming today in just a few hours. Um, this team with Graham Ike in the post is terrific. Maldonado, Maldonado on the perimeter has been a key for them. What really does UNLV need to do in order to emerge victorious in a game here on their home floor at Thomas and Mac, despite being in the Mountain West Conference Tournament? Guarding those two guys you mentioned uh, is a big challenge. Uh, you know, very, very good players, and uh, they did a pretty good job uh, against them uh, you know, 10 days ago in the Thomas and Mac. Uh, you know, certainly beating a team twice in, in 10 days is uh, easier said than done, but uh, I think uh, 
EK and Maldonado uh, are, are certainly uh, big keys, obviously, on the offensive end. You know, need to get Hamilton going again as he's had a great, great year and uh, been a big key for ULV's uh, success. Coach Dana Altman was on the bench with you with that 88 team at Kansas State that featured Mitch Richmond and Steve Henson. He had a great run at Creighton, took over your alma mater as well, Kansas State. Great run at Creighton. Now at Oregon, his teams always seem to play well in the tournament. They take on Colorado today in a Pac-12 quarterfinal matchup. Both teams won on their opponent's home court during the year. Oregon a one-point favorite today. Do you like Oregon to advance? And is Arizona just clearly the best team in this league? Certainly, I think Arizona's the best team in the league. Uh, I think they um, you know, can be the, uh, you know, uh, it's hard to say they're unheralded uh, nationally, but it seems like they've not gotten the attention they deserve for the type of year they've had and the squad that they've got. Um, you know, I think uh, Co- you know, Coach Alvin does a terrific job. Uh, and without, uh, you know, Will Richardson, uh, it's a huge loss for Oregon. And uh, without him today, uh, certainly it'd be a big challenge. Colorado, Ted Boyle does a great job, but. Uh, you know, it should be a game that goes right down to the wire. Coach, one final question. We got a little over a minute here. Why is it so difficult for very successful college coaches to make the transition to the NBA game? We've seen it over and over and over again. What's different about coaching professional athletes as opposed to running a college program? Certainly you're getting guys at different stages in their career, uh, uh, you know, in college, they always aspire to get to the NBA. In the NBA, they've got, uh, uh, you know, their career established. They've got family, you know, agents, a lot of people around them. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it, it's a big challenge anywhere. In the NBA, you're, you're playing so many games. You're not practicing nearly as much once the season starts. Uh, you play a game on the average of every other day, and you had travel to that. So uh, it's a different, uh, different uh, game uh, in that way. Uh, you know, certainly the front office relationship with the coaching staff, I think that's probably the biggest key. Um, you know, in the, in the NBA, the front office kind of assembles the team in a lot of cases, and the, and the coaches then coach them. But uh, that was a great experience. Uh, you know, I didn't do a great job at all, but uh, certainly a learning experience and uh, one we, uh, you know, uh, valued going forward. Coach, we really appreciate your time and your insight and your experience, and we hope to talk to you again soon. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you. If you forget about an 88, how good that big eight was. Remember, Oklahoma was an over Oklahoma twice with Wayman Tisdale. Billy Tubbs as the coach was the overall number one seed in the tournament. Once they get to the final and lose to Danny and the Miracles. Kansas State was great that year, too, with Mitch Richmond. And then the other time got upset by Carolina in a, uh, in a uh, second round game. A couple things about those OU teams. They had, obviously, Stacey King and Mookie Blaylock. Yeah. Blaylock. Blaylock had a tremendous career in the NBA defensive player. But you mentioned Wayman Tisdale, one of the all-time all-time great college players, and for some reason he doesn't get mentioned. Remember, he was a three-time All-American, freshman, sophomore, and junior year. Stacey King had a heck of a pro career as well. Get everything you need to bet the madness this year with 24-7 streaming, daily best bet emails, and our tournament betting guide, including advice, data, and strategy for only $19. Whether you're filling out a bracket or betting against the spread, our team is here to get you ready for every game and every round of the tournament. Get analysis from our experts, including Greg Hoops-Peterson, Matty Humans, Jonathan Von Tobel, Tim Murray, and our own Amal Shaw, who was 3-0 yesterday. They have insights on every key game, conference, and player to watch from the favorites to the potential Cinderella. Sign up today to get the betting guide, plus full access to VEASAN through April 5th for only $19 at VEASAN.com slash madness. For Joe Tessitore, Texas is back! Coming up next, the picks. They're down. They're-
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley, and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rock the baby to sleep and slam dunk. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Odds On with Mike Palm and Amal Shaw on VSIN, the sports betting network. 
River Sportsbook is offering new customers a deposit match up to $250 when you sign up today. In addition to their welcome bonus, Bet Rivers has daily and ongoing promotions that can provide extra value. Download the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com today to sign up. Must be 21. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 1 800 9 with it in Indiana. 1 800 Bets Off in Iowa. 1 800 522 4700 in Nevada. Welcome back into Odds On. Mike Palm with Amal Shaw. Amal, was I wrong when I looked and I saw Texas beating TCU by 20 plus earlier? No, you were not wrong, but Texas went full Texas, had a 40-22 to point lead at the half, and then Jamie Dixon does what he does, made a couple of adjustments. By the way, the Horned Frogs right now with a four-point lead with 4.8 seconds remaining. Wow. Now, I didn't think Texas was going anywhere in this tournament because I didn't think they could beat the big three, but this opens it up a little bit. I know some people here had uh, the futures. I think Texas was 6-1 to to win the conference. I know there there were some takers on that. Yeah, but they'll still be 6-1 to after they lose. <laughs> um. Yesterday you were red hot, 3-0. I give you the honors again today. Yeah, let's start and on. And 3-0 easily. Okay, I just want to point that out. Well, there wasn't too much sweating going on. I would disagree on the last game. That Penn State game was tight. Yeah. Did you really think Minnesota was beating them? Once they started to pull away at like the 12, 10-minute mark. Uh, Did you listen to Tessator's call? Or Tessator. Uh, to uh, Feinstein's call of the UNBC game? I know no, he was, on, he was unfortunately on the A-10 game between Rhode Island and Duquesne. Uh, I'll tell you what. Why what is a he getting a conference like that? I don't know, but I'm going to tell you right now. that It was just unbelievable. I mean, he's sitting there. The way the play-by-play guy, he had to correct him on something. He's like, well, yeah, that's true. I'm like, stop thinking you know everything. If you're that smart of a guy, then you should be the head coach. I mean, everything he's telling him. He goes, well, they really shouldn't foul here. with nine. They foul. Rhode Island's the second-worst free-throw shooting team in college basketball. They missed two free-throws. He goes, well, I guess Keith Dambrod knows more than I do. Yeah, we all know that. <laughs> all I right, Amal, <laughs> you have the honors. Uh, let's start out with this game. Mike, I really like this game today with Sparty against Maryland. Michigan State is minus two. Maryland a revenge spot because they got blown out at the Breslin Center. I just think Michigan State's a better team than Maryland. Terps play well in College Park, but outside of that, I like Sparty here. I'm going to lay the two with Michigan State. And then here at Thomas and Mack, San Diego State, Fresno State over 114. Look, these guys are going to chip some paint throughout the course of this game, Mike, but the total is low. If a few shots drop and with some fouls late in the game, I think there's an opportunity this game gets over that total of 114. So you're going to play this one just simply based on the number being so low. And then Marquette minus three today against Creighton. Uh, this is a game where I like Marquette to get that double revenge here against Creighton. Not the same team without Nemhard in the lineup. I think Marquette takes advantage of it, wins this game today by more than three in this one. Let me ask you a question. This is off topic a little bit, though. Was Maryland's move from the ACC to the Big Ten a good thing for their athletic departments? No, it was a financial move for football. And that was the reason why it was done. And that's a great question you asked, Mike. I think it was a terrible move. They were more competitive in the ACC. Think about this. You have four schools in the state of North Carolina. Wake Forest, NC State, Duke, and Carolina. Obviously, you have the two Florida schools with Florida State and Miami. It's just, it was more their niche, right? Think about this. You go back to the 80s, Len Bias and uh, Lefty Drizel how well they competed against Carolina. They're just, them and Rutgers are economic fits for the Big Ten. You have the D.C. market and you have the New York market, but it really They're doesn't totally make sense. totally irrelevant in They're, both sports. Absolutely. And the two major sports, at least. Okay, I have two plays, two one-unit plays. Remember, the future plays Arizona to win the Pac-12 and Texas Tech to make the uh, Final Four are both three-unit plays. Um, look, I got the Notre Dame gear on, alumni. I'm going Virginia Tech today. This game is a pick em. Amal, when this game was in Blacksburg a couple weeks ago, I said it's ludicrous that Virginia Tech is laying seven to Notre Dame. Notre Dame was up eight in the first half, ended up losing by six, so I won the bet. But I don't think transferring this game to New York should, should mean it's a seven-point swing in the line. They were a seven-point favorite in Blacksburg. 
They're the third choice to win this tournament at most books, behind Duke first and Carolina second. Notre Dame's the fourth or fifth choice, sometimes even behind Miami. This game shouldn't be a pick if that's what the other markets suggest. you have a comment? No, I tend to agree with you in terms of the line being a little bit too short here. Uh, How does it go from seven at home to pick on a neutral? Yeah, I do think they think because there'd be more Irish people in New York City? No, I think it's a too high of an adjustment. But the one yeah. concern I have from a Virginia Tech yeah. perspective, they win that game. They go 50% from the three-point line, almost 60% from the floor. I don't think you're going to be able to duplicate that effort. Well, if they do, they'll certainly win the game yeah, tonight. Absolutely <laughs> right. Uh, but I think Notre Dame is more consistent. I'm also on this other this uh, Mountain West game that, that you're on. But you took the over. I'm going to lay the points with San Diego State. Look, if you're a team that's challenged to score, which Fresno is, and yes. then you face this t- defense, it's going to be a long afternoon at the Thomas and Mac for you. I think San Diego State wins by distance in this spot. You've been on San Diego State more than I have been this year. I think they're really alive to win the conference tournament. I agree mm. with you completely. I think they've got a great shot to win it. I was going to take the Aztecs today, but I said, man, 114. So low. It, it, you really have to have an anemic offensive performance to not get over that total. Yeah, and you're in a conference tournament format where they're going to foul because as you go home, you're done. You're not in the tournament. Um, Fresno needs to win this uh, to have any shot at all. Okay, let's get back to some individual games here. Um, all. I touched on this with uh, Coach Kruger, so let's just go quickly. Oregon-Colorado, five versus four in the Pac-12. They both won on each other's home courts. Oregon, a one-point favorite today. I think Tad Boyle is one of the most underrated coaches in college basketball. I know we always talk about Dana Altman and how his teams play. I like this Colorado team to be competitive. I couldn't touch this game, Mike. I don't know what you get out of consistency from Oregon. Coach reference Will Richardson being out. I think this game, you see the impact of it. Against Oregon State, it didn't matter. I think... Uh, Walker and Batty could have big days here today. That game's at 2.30 Pacific on the Pac-12 Network. Also at 2.30 Pacific on CBS Sports Mountain West quarterfinal. Coach Kruger's son, fifth-seeded UNLV, fourth-seeded Wyoming. It's a pick This game was played just March 2nd here at the Thomas and Mac. I had Wyoming that night plus two. UNLV got the job done. It was a close game for about uh, 35 minutes. UNLV went 64-57. Do you favor Wyoming in a revenge spot here or UNLV because it's on their home court? Uh, I like Wyoming in a, in a revenge spot. There's a big difference. First of all, you don't notice the impact of the fact that they're a TNM. And I, I think UNLV has really competed. But I think Wyoming is a better basketball team. I like them to get the revenge here. I was going to play this game, Mike. I just hesitated only because of the fact that we're at Thomas and Mack. Yeah, I've lost twice with Wyoming. I think I'm 4-2, and two, but the last two losers, so I lay off of it. Big 12 quarterfinal, 6.30 Pacific time on ESPN2 from Kansas City. Sixth seeded in the tournament, Iowa State takes on third seeded and 14th ranked Texas Tech. Remember, Texas Tech was without their top two scores when they met January 5th in Ames. They hit a half-court three-pointer, losing 51-47, but covering the five. When they met on January 18th in Lubbock, they were at full forces and lane eight and a half against the Cyclones, beat them 72-60. to Amal, it's about the same line tonight as it was in Lubbock. Texas Tech lane eight and a half with a total of 125 and a half. Isn't this too many points? Again, from home to a neutral and no line movement. We saw in the other one, from home to a neutral, a seven-point line move. I would agree with you, but we all have certain teams. I'm not going to sit there and say Iowa State is my Dallas Stars, but I would love to take the points here with the Cyclones. I just can't do it. I, every t- I think I'm 0-3 so far this year in Cyclones games, whether on or against them. I'm going to stay away from this spot here, but I tend to agree with you. I think you, you got to take the eight and a half here. All right, one more college game I want to get to. Big East quarterfinal, 6.30 p.m. FS1 from Madison Square Garden in New York City. Seton Hall beat Georgetown 57-53, did not cover the 10. They play UConn now in uh, the Big East quarterfinal. 
UConn ranked 20th now in the country. They've had a very solid February and early March. When these teams met in Newark, Seton Hall won in overtime. 90-87 did not cover as a four-point home favorite. Uh, when they met in stores, UConn was laying six. They won 70-65, did not cover as a six-point home favorite. So we've seen them all. Both teams won at home but did not cover the number. Who do you like tonight in this matchup? Trying to get an updated number on this game. You know, I think it's about four and a half or five. Yeah. Um, I, I think I like UConn. This uh, Seton Hall team, now it's down to three and a half yeah. here at DraftKings. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you, three and a half, I will be on the Huskies. I really like this team. I think our Big East final is going to be Villanova versus Connecticut. I like UConn to win that game. Uh, NBA tonight, all Nets versus the Sixers, both teams involved in that big trade. Um, 4.30 p.m. Pacific on TNT. Nets come in the eighth seed in the East at 33 and 33. Sixers, the third seed in the East at 40 and 24. Sixers laying four and a half at home tonight. Yeah, uh, I, I like Philly in this game. I think they're going to be up for this one. It was dead wrong on that Heat game yesterday. Phoenix goes in there and wallops them. Uh, but, Mike, I said if you're the Philadelphia 76ers, how about a Ben Simmons tribute when he comes in? Showing missed free throws, him not taking layups. I mean, that crowd would go nuts. Why would they do a tribute? The, I they thought should. they seriously I, were going to do a tribute. I think they should mock him. That would be unbelievable. The Philadelphia crowd would go insane. Our own Michael Lombardia had a comment about why would you ever give a tribute to what he did to that city? I think this would be a great opportunity to mock him. Uh, there's only one other game tonight. So the, the doubleheader on TNT is the entire NBA slate. <laughs> Warriors at Nuggets. Warriors third seed in the West at 44 uh, and 22. Nuggets sixth seed at 40 and 26. Nuggets uh, actually catching two at home tonight against Golden State. Uh, no play here. I, I got to be honest with you, Mike. I haven't even looked at the NBA the last couple of days since uh, we're so immersed in college hoops. But Golden State team, what's their story? Draymond going to be back in the lineup in the next couple of days? I mean, this team needs him in there. Two games on the ice that are of significance tonight. Colorado is at Carolina. Colorado, a short uh, road favorite at minus 115. And Tampa Bay in the Saddledome against the Flames. Tampa Bay, a short road favorite at 120. Like either of these road favorites. you got to take Tampa to bounce, uh, excuse me, Colorado to bounce back. I, I think you take Tampa to bounce back after giving up seven in Winnipeg. I might put these two together in a that's, little parlay. That's not a bad play. Yeah, it was a fun show today. We appreciate yeah, getting Thank you. Coach Lon Kruger on. Good luck to the UNLV Rebels and his son. Uh, maybe I'll get a chance to get out to Thomas and Mac today. Stay tuned to Visa. And up next, betting across America.